Hello and welcome to this episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Jody Graham. Hi, how are you? Ashley James. Hi, everyone. And Ginger Pierce. Hello, everybody. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Marvelous Mouse Travels, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. This week, we'll discuss Christmas time at Disney World. From the food to the entertainment, there's so much to offer during this time. Hi, ladies. How are y'all? Good. Good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, Jody and Ginger, welcome to the podcast. This is your very first one. We promise it will be easy. <laughs> it's thanks for having us. So yeah, I'm super excited about it. It's a ton of fun, especially this topic. You can never go wrong with Christmas time. Um, so I guess let's just jump right into it and let's head over to the Magic Kingdom. What's your favorite thing to do with the Magic Kingdom? Or what's your favorite part of it, actually, for Christmas time? For me, I think it's probably Main Street, USA. Um, you know, it's it's kind of the quintessential American town, you know, is the model of it. And I feel like you, you notice that and you appreciate that even more when it's decorated for Christmas. Well, a thing that, that I love personally that my family does every every time we're down there for the holidays is we like to pop into the ye old Christmas shop and pick out our favorite ornament to kind of remember our trip that way. Mine is seeing the castle lit up with um, Elsa's lights. Love it. Yeah, I love that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite part. It's not Christmas till you have Elsa come and light up the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the cool things that they do offer is they offer like a different variety of food. Have you seen some of the cute stuff coming out of Disney World like for especially out of the confectionery, like they have these really cute cookies that they released this week and cupcakes and everything that you can possibly think of. I love the seasonal foods. That is like my goal is to eat like a part of all of them. Yeah, I totally agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's just fun in and of itself is just to track down all those cool desserts. So what about like the ride overlays? So I know the Jungle Cruise does one is, I think that's the only one that does it. And they take, have y'all done it? Like, have you? Yes. They tell some of the corny jokes, but it's really cute, though. Like, it's something that you need to do. Yeah, Yeah, and they have the QL decorated up for the holidays as well, which I always think is really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about the new ride overlay for Tomorrowland Speedway. That's one of my kids' favorite rides. And so to see everything all decorated for Christmas and the Christmas soundtrack, um, I'm really excited about doing that with our family later this year. Ooh, yes. And then also just to kind of touch base, we're going to do another episode on the snacks, but um, also Magic Kingdom has a Mickey Very, Mickey's Merry Very Christmas Party. Um, that's a hard ticket event, but to me that's why Magic Kingdom's decorated the way that it is because it highlights this party. That is something that we're going to talk about on the next episode. Um, so please tune in so that you can listen to how great that party is. So as far as Magic Kingdom, am I, I believe those are like the main things, right? We're not really missing a whole lot there as far as what they do. Well, they do, the fireworks and the parade, even though like they're special to the party, um, starting on the 22nd through the 1st of January, they do do it then every day for people that aren't part of the party. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot all about that. And this is a party like that you get to see like Christmas morning on ABC. You know, like they tend to run it every year. Mm -hmm. A much longer taken apart party. But 
Um, nonetheless, it's still, it's a really cute part. I mean, a really cute parade with the reindeer and of course Santa Claus at the end and all your special characters. Do you guys ever walk down Main Street and just check out all the window displays? I was, we, my kids and I love to do that too. Yes. The hol- all the holiday yeah. theme windows are so amazing. Definitely. This is one of my favorite parts. I love the Christmas trees everywhere they are. They're all different. They're, not one is the same. But it's still, I mean, to me, that's the cool thing about whenever you go for Christmas is you walk in and you see this massive tree. And then when you turn the corner, like you see the castle, you know, um, at night, like that's my favorite, my favorite thing to really see is like standing um, at the castle and just kind of looking down Main Street towards the eggs. So one of the other parks that is decorated is Epcot. Um, and they have several things going on there. Like they have the candlelight processional. Um, they have various entertainment. They have the International Festival of the Holidays. Um, personally, this is my park that I like to have Christmas at just because I really like the holiday storytellers. What do y'all like the most about Epcot? The candlelight processional is probably my favorite part, and it has a little bit of a nostalgic feeling for me because I actually got to sing in that when I was in high school. Um, and so, you know, that that was a really unforgettable experience. And so I love to go back and kind of relive that experience every year. That's awesome. That, that is really that awesome. Is. So how many years did you do it? Um, we only did it one year, um, but it was like, you know, you have to, like, there's a whole process you have to go through. You have to uh, audition, our choir auditioned, um, and then, you know, you go through a couple of rounds of auditioning. Um, and I don't know that you can actually participate in it every single year. Um, I think that's something that you might, you know, they might not accept the same people year after year after year. So it was kind of a one, you know, one year opportunity for us, but it was great. We got to go backstage and kind of see how it works behind the scenes. And that was really neat too. That is amazing. Can I, I remember ask you an area I don't remember who the narrator was actually. <laughs> um, I just remember, I just remember like the most vivid memory I have is of the orchestra um, and of the, uh, they had like a team of Disney singers that were there. And I remember they just kind of had those iconic Disney voices. Um, and then I remember that it snowed underneath the America Pavilion and that was like magical. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a great experience, like a great memory to grow up with too. Yeah, it was. So just kind of like talking about Candlelight Processional. Um, so it's more or less a narration of the birth of, of Christ. Uh, they have different celebrity narrators that come out and they do it. Um, there's some big names. I know like Neil Patrick Harris was out there. Who else is out there this year? Uh, Ming-Na Wen, who's the voice of Milan. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Pat Sajak mm-hmm. from uh, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Love it. Where's Vanna White? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there was even um, Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg is coming back this year. She's typically there. Yes, and she is. Uh, Lisa Ling, Stephen Curtis Chapman, uh, a lot of names that you'd recognize. Isabella Rossellini is another one. I was just going to say, I feel like they're the big draw for that. Yeah, they are. And I mean, like if you're going to do, 
if you're if you're planning on going to the candlelight processional, I would highly recommend buying a dining package that includes it. Um, and if you're on, on the dining plan, you can also use your credits towards it. But it avoids you having to stand in line waiting for these um, for each show to start. But it's still definitely worth it, though. Oh, I think so for sure. Yeah, I would do it. Like if I don't have to wait in line, it's definitely worth it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your dog agreed. <laughs> oh my gosh, this crazy dog. <sighs> um, so another really cool thing that they have that happens. Um, I talked about the holiday um, holiday storytellers. Um, that's actually my my kids' favorite thing to do, and it's. I call it Santa's around the world. That's probably not what you should be calling it, but it's how um, Christmas is celebrated around the around the world. So they have their different variations of what like Saint Nick would be. Um, our favorite ones in the UK. Do y'all like stand and actually listen to them talk? I have. I love it. I have with a few of them. Have you ever listened to the guy that's in Norway? I think he's like my second favorite. Last year we did the the one in France, and we loved that. Oh, see, that one I haven't seen yet. Yeah, he was right by. Yeah. Italy's a good one, too. Yeah, Italy's great. My kids sat through the one in Germany, no problem. I was so surprised because they always want to get moving, get moving. But in Germany, they sat there, and they just, like, I have pictures of them just staring at the storyteller, wide-eyed and, like, amazed. (laughs) I was really surprised. (laughs) Yeah, they're very good at holding their attention, and... I will give them props for being able to rem- to like memorize their whole script because they say a lot and there's no way I'd ever memorize a whole monologue that they have. Or they're winging it, one of the two, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's memorized. Yes, there's nothing, peop- there's nothing a cast member says that Disney has not scripted. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> but yeah, they... Um, it's not very long. It's probably like what, maybe 15 or 20 minutes long, but it's still a very long monologue. The, I already forgot what it's called, the international, the food thing, you know, the food. Oh thing. yeah. Holiday. The international festival of the holidays. That. Thing. <laughs> um, that aside from like, I haven't done food and wine, but I've done this one and the food is amazing and they have some really great choices to try. You know, I really have yet to do a food festival at Epcot that I didn't <gasps> think was great. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought, thought you were going to say you didn't oh, do one. And I'm like, no. oh, that's a must do. Oh, goodness. No, no. We're, we're there a lot for those. Um, and that's actually one of, our, one of our favorite things to do at Disney. But they're all unique. Um, but I have to say that I really do think the Festival of the Holidays and the Food and Wine are probably neck and neck in terms of my favorite. Just oh, as far exactly. as the food goes. Yeah. 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 I agree. If anybody, well, I'm sure Marcella remembers everything that's ever a favorite of mine has to do with the food. <laughs> so yes. this is always a list. <laughs> no, no, I always, I always say to everyone that you know sometimes people kind of discount Epcot if they're going to drop a park and they're going to just do three. They'll typically always tell me that they're going to drop out Epcot, and I'm like, you're dropping my favorite park. I mean, I yeah. love love these festivals. Yeah, and World Epcot Showcase is so just much. so unique. It yeah. is. Everyone well, just assumes the holiday season. Yeah. Right. I feel like people don't know what Epcot really has because it's so large. So, you know, and most people go to ride rides everywhere and they don't really understand or fully know all the little things that are in Epcot for people to do, to enjoy, to keep kids active, you know, and there, there is so much. I just feel like it's just not 
out there enough. I agree. And I think that part of what makes it a park that people feel like skipping, particularly right now, is just the amount of construction that's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's still, you know, the World Showcase, for the most part, is largely unaffected by the worst of that. Um, And so I think World Showcase in particular is still definitely something to carve out some time in your vacation to get to experience. Absolutely. I agree. They have a cookie stroll this year around the World Showcase that I thought I sounded that. kind of fun. Yeah, oh, that I did sounds that. really great. It is. Yeah. I did that last year. You know, the passport book that you get with your Festival of the Holidays food or your Wine and Festival food, you know, that you can mark off everywhere? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. The cookie stroll was, is in there in the back, just like the wines were for the wine festi- food and wine festival. And, and you get so like, perfect. It is. It's great. You get five, six cookies, and then you get your last one for free. So mom and dad can sample a couple wines and kids can sample the cookies. Yes. I love it. So what kind of cookies do they have? Are we just talking like different variety of cookies? I haven't seen this one. <laughs> well, they're specific to which, like you have to buy whichever specific cookie they want you, you know, part of the cookie stroll. So there's, I believe, six of them, at least last year. And you, wherever they're at, you know, like France or Germany, and it would be specific to that kind, to that country per se. And you, you have to buy it. It's like two, two bucks or something. And then on your last one, they'll stamp it and give it to you, the, another one for free. Yeah. It looks like it's Germany, America, Canada, Mexico, Morocco, and France. Those are the kitchens that will have cookies to, that you can grab the cookies. Did you all see the cookie stroke cookie jar? I'm looking this up. Sorry. Yeah. It is adorable. It has like the chipmunks on it. I need this. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> Oh, this is so cute. Yeah, so I mean, that's something that you that is very unique to the holiday season as far as these festivals. I love that. Yeah, speaking of unique to this holiday season, uh, there's a scavenger hunt around um, the, show, the World Showcase, Chippendale's Christmas Tree Spree. I personally love these little kinds of things because it's it gets you into each country looking and seeing what they have to offer because a lot of times people just walk right by them. But, yeah, you know, that's so it's, true. Yes, Chip and Dale, they are in a wreath. You have to find the wreath. At least it was last year. I'm so excited to do it again <laughs> in a few weeks. That's um, awesome. But the hardest one that it was for us last year was Norway. Literally, we spent a, probably 45 minutes in Norway looking for this wreath. So we were everywhere. Yeah. Um, I'll say, you know, my kids are seven and four and the scavenger hunts is really what keeps their attention for us to be able to get through World Showcase. Like, um, and I think that that's probably, you know, was intentional on Disney's part to kind of give the kids something to do so that the adults can experience the festival and everything else. But at the end of it, there's usually a little prize. Um, I know for food and wine, we did the Remy's Ratatouille and it was a really nice little travel cup that they gave yes. them at the end of it. So I'm excited to see what the prize is for this year's Chippendale scavenger hunt. Me as well. Yeah, I don't think they release it. I'm searching it right now. Last year, I believe it was a postcard. Oh, that's cute. Or a pack. It was a pack of postcards. That's good because that's useful. You can have your kids send those out as Christmas cards or... Yes, yeah, so well, I actually mate. sent... It was a pack of four, I believe, and I actually sent one of them to the Marvelous Mouse travel agent that booked my my uh, trip last year before I became an agent myself, Monique Craig. Oh, oh that's nice. awesome. 
Yeah, except she didn't open it for like two weeks because she thought it was just Disney sending her another thank you letter for visiting. (laughs) (laughs) So Epcot does have a lot this year, but um, Hollywood Studios does as well. So this year, they're bringing back Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. Um, Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine is, is back again. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute that to see all of your little Christmas outfits. Have My you had favorite, a chance to do that one? I've done the Halloween one. I have not done the holiday one yet, but it does look really yeah. cute. It looks very cute. So to me, there's just something special about Hollywood Studios, the way that it's decorated. It really has that old time feel to it. Um, Magic Kingdom should be the one that feels very like Christmassy, but for some reason it's Hollywood Studios that does it to me. <laughs> it really and I think like that um what is it sunshine um sunset greetings is really the big one for me like I love walking down there towards Tower of Terror and just having like the snow come down on you and just watching the graphics change on the on the tower itself that is actually really amazing how they they did that with the tower and all the light graphics Mm-hmm. And it's really pretty, and I mean, it's just it's lit up so well. And they have great photo pass photos that come out of that area too. You all know yeah, Gertie, no. yes, That's yes, the you dinosaur. do the big dinosaur. <laughs> oh yeah, they dress they dress her up with like a Santa hat, and there's this huge tree with, and then there's like these really humongous ornaments in the water and stuff. It's a great mm-hmm. photo area. So that's the other thing about each one of these parks. So I know that we missed, we missed Epcot, but Hollywood Studios has a really pretty tree. And last year, it was still outside the park, right? Or did they bring that one into? There was a is tree. there a big tree in the park now? Yes, by, by Gertie, there's a big tree. Okay. But that's what makes these special. And like each tree is decorated, I guess, to the, the park's theming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's something you definitely, like you kind of want to sit there and just kind of admire them a little bit and just kind of really check out the details. Yeah, for sure. And Hollywood Studios overall has just that kind of nostalgic retro vibe. And I feel like they really kind of capitalize on that at Christmas. And that's probably why for so many people, I know that's my husband's favorite park year round, but especially at Christmas. Yeah, it's just like you're walking down, like, I don't, there's just something about it. And then like the big, like, bulbs of Minnie Mouse's head in one of the, yeah. the windows. Oh, I was just saying, that's another park that has great window displays as well, yes. especially at Christmas. Agreed. Yep. Definitely. Because they have that little, down, they have that little like, you know, downtown-y kind of feel as you're walking yeah. through. All the little mm-hmm. storefronts are so adorable. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so much there. And then like Jingle Bell, Jingle Band, like their fireworks projection, or the fireworks display it's not one of the bigger ones that people talk about but it's still it's really cute it's it uses um the christmas characters the little elves i can never remember that movie but it's themed off that movie do y'all know the movie or not? oh some prep and landing is it prep and landing yeah prep and landing still haven't seen it but i know like i can i know where the characters come from it's just to me, like, that's usually how we end our vacation. We usually end it with Hollywood Studios if we're going during Christmas time. I was just saying, what do we think about Galaxy's Edge? Do we think we'll have any kind of holiday overlay for that? I don't know, hmm. because last year in Animal Kingdom, Avatar Pandora did not. So <laughs> I'm not really positive. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really good question. I don't know. Hey, was Christmas don't know if there's ever Christmas. celebrated in Star Wars? <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, there was that really awful um, Christmas special that they did 
way back in the late 70s, early 80s. Yes. They may want to forget about that. They're going to skip past that. Yeah. I just listened to a a podcast on that literally Friday. (laughs) That was so terrible. It was awkward. It was really bad. (laughs) So then they probably will never put it to Christmas then. Yeah, because they never have to have some sort of backstory. Although I think it'd be actually like a really nice part of the park to have decorated. Yeah. Well, it's already kind of neat back there when it's lit up at night. It'd be an interesting display. Yeah. Um, so what about Animal Kingdom? So there's a lot of changes coming to Animal Kingdom this year opposed to what they normally decorate. The coolest one I've seen, I mean, everybody else may have a different opinion, is like the new nighttime Christmas. I don't know if you want to call it overlay, but it's like the awakening show. They're going to put like a, a different spin to it. And that show alone, I love that. So I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with it. My favorite part so far are the life-like, life-size uh, puppets they have. They are just, I don't know, I, I find them incredibly cute, to actually. Like, they've got these fuzzy penguins that are blue and white. They've got goats and bears. And I believe Ginger had said it earlier was about a, some, what, what do they call it, a menagerie? I think it's the Merry Menagerie. But yeah, that would be my my favorite part at the moment. I love Dino Land USA because they've kind of themed it as though each of the characters has decorated their own area for Christmas. And so you see a lot of Donald and Daisy, their personality kind of infused into the decorations. Hey, they are going to do something in Pandora. Yes, this year they are. Yeah, they are. Hey, there you go. Maybe Galaxy's Edge will eventually get decorated. But they do, they're bringing something to Pandora. So they're going to, I'm just going to read it here because I haven't seen it yet. But it says they're going to bring a little bit of the Christmas fun to their alien home with a display of Pongu Pongu. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yes. Um, of the holiday decor, combining vintage pieces from Earth with items handcrafted from materials that are specifically made for Pandora. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you guys ever been to the, um, the character meet and greet over there where Anna, where uh, Mickey and Minnie, I guess, are dressed in their holiday sweaters, which I'm sure is super cute. Yeah, that's a great yearly picture. If we go during holiday season, that's when we have to meet Mickey and Minnie because of that. Like they're in their really cute little Christmassy sweater and their little hats. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Is there any other place at any of the other parks where you can get that kind of a photo op with Mickey and Minnie where they're dressed in their holiday? attire where you can actually get in the picture with them i can't think of anything no because even at the at the party they don't do it either yeah so this is that's kind of a highlight yeah i didn't even realize that Mm -hmm. yeah it's a really cute photo op if you get to do that one it's i don't know i like their sweaters are cute and then if you get like the photo pass that they do have the different borders that you can put around it because it's christmas only if you get the memory maker yeah that's right The Memory Maker is 100% hands down worth it every time. I totally agree. I do too. So do I. I do not like taking pictures. They do it for me. And they get great pictures of my kids. So (laughs) I can't complain. Last year, we were there for 10 days last December. And every single picture, which I didn't even realize until probably the second to last day we were there, my son was doing some off the wall poke you know like me I was just my kids are old enough they know to just look and smile so there I am you know posing myself 
and you know whatever and one time people are laughing all around us i'm like what is so funny and when we were leaving i even i said to them i'm like what why is everyone laughing and Adam's like, my son, Adam, he goes, uh, probably because I pretended like you farted. I was like, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go and I look at all the pictures and he's doing all funny things. That's too funny. But yeah, that the memory maker is definitely worth it. And it's something that um, I'm going to say, like, even if you're going to the party, like there's so many photo apps that come out of like different things. Even during the holiday season, they have... Um, they have like little special editions that are added to your memory maker if you purchase it. I don't know. Personally, I like it because I don't have to take photos and I don't like to be in photos, but that is the only time that we usually take photos together. So um, why not get them done by a professional, a professional photographer then, you know, yes. trying to do selfies. Yeah. And, you know, my husband and I did the math on it one time. And I think we, we figured out that if you like even 12 of the pictures enough that you would want to purchase them individually, then Memory Maker has paid for itself. Yeah, I found mm-hmm. the same thing. And if you get it before you go, I believe it's up to, what, three days before you go, you can, mm-hmm. it's cheaper. It is. It's $30, $30 less. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time we ever did Memory Maker as a family, I think we walked away with something like 400 pictures. So definitely got our money's worth out of it. Yeah. I love pictures. I'm a photography nerd. Yeah. We stop at anybody that has the vest on. So I'm right there with you. We we usually come back with about the same amount of pictures. It's usually between the 400 and 500 range. And then you just get all those cool pictures on the attractions that you wouldn't normally necessarily stand in line and wait for and buy, you know? Right. And they just come with it. And some of those are funnier than anything else. <laughs> oh, they are. The first time my kids ever rode Frozen Ever After, my daughter was barely two. My son was five. And the look of just utter horror on both of their faces. <laughs> went down that I would not take that picture for anything in the world. It's They're the best. Those are the best pictures. <laughs> I saw a picture on Facebook, I think it was. And it says, you know, it was the Joker. And it said, how do you think I got this smile? And it, <laughs> the next three pictures was... Um, of a couple going down Splash Mountain and the lady sitting behind the guy and she has his, her fingers for some reason in his mouth and like pulling. And you can tell it's a complete surprise because the guy, his hands are like, not like up in the air for fun, but like halfway in between up and <laughs> It was so funny. I've seen that one. I sat there and laughed for a few minutes. <laughs> and you can only get that or see that with the memory maker. That's right. Absolutely. So um, kind of moving away from Animal Kingdom and moving over to Disney Springs, they still have the Christmas tree trail, which is stunning. Amazing. Like some of the tree, yeah, I was like, I don't know what word really used to describe this. Um, if you love Disney movies, you need to just go spend time in the trail because it is so pretty. Like just like the different ornaments that they create and the theming of each tree. Yeah, there's so Definitely. many different ones this year. I love that. 23 trees. Wow. That's a lot. Wow. You know, that's yeah, one some of the highlights. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, that's one of the things that you can do for, for free 
um, around the holiday season. Like you don't have to have a park ticket to go over to Disney Springs. You don't have to pay to park to go see that. So if you have a, an off day where you're not going to be in the parks, that would be a really cost effective and also a really fun thing to do. Definitely. And they, and they have a free scavenger hunt there too. And oh, Epcot, really? you have to, yeah. And Epcot, you have to pay six ninety nine for the Chippendale. Uh, but in Disney Springs, there's a free stitch one. You go around to certain stores, they give you a map and it lets you know actually which store stores they're in, but you have to find stitch in each of those locations. And, um, in the, in the booklet with the map, you get like coupons for different uh, stores, for different restaurants. And at the end, you get a special little prize. I love how you knew all these scavenger hunts. <laughs> 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 that is so cool. I never even heard that they had one there. Is that something new or is that like they've always had that there? Uh, I know it was there last year when I did it. Before that, I'm not 100%. I don't really that know, but they're so having awesome. it again this year. So just going back to the trees, I'm just going to list a couple of different ones. But they do have a Mickey and Minnie, Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, uh, Princess and the Frog, Pinocchio, Toy Story, Dumbo, which is typically my favorite one, Star Wars, Peter Pan, Tangled, and then this list just goes on and on. But definitely, like, if you have an off day, go check out this trail and just really take it all in. Yeah, and did you see that there's there's snow falling over that area? <clears throat> yeah. And then there's, they have like toy soldiers, singers, photo opportunities. It looks super cool. And one of the really awesome things about Disney Springs is you don't always necessarily know what's going to happen when you get there. I know like we've gone a couple of times and there's normally like school choirs there that are singing. Um, there's just a various amount of entertainment. Sometimes there's carolers. You can really just make an evening of it, you know, just go walk around, enjoy the trees and then go back, do some shopping and, and eating, of course. <laughs> there's a Santa Claus there for a photo op too. So, yes. you know, like Santa's in Magic Kingdom and there's always a long, long line. There's a Santa in Disney Springs that a lot of people don't seem to know about. And I think I knew before, I mean, I may have to look this up and pull it out, but I know previously you used to be able to make reservations to go. I don't know if you still can or not. I don't know. I always just kind of walk up. I think so. But your line is going to be so much shorter than Magic Kingdom to see him. Even the one at Epcot, this is still shorter. Is still shorter. So, last but not least, unless y'all have something else, do you have anything else? Yes, that the toys come alive. Wait, what toys? Yeah, yeah the, you, upon, do you mean the living statues? The Once Upon oh, a Time right. yeah. fountain. Yeah, the interactive nightly uh, fountain. They have like a dance oh. party. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the toys right around there. That's awesome. Yeah. There is just so much. It really, like, it, it's hard to just get it all in. Yes. This is why we keep going back year after year. That's right. <laughs> Disney Springs is also home to my favorite Christmas shop at Disney. Oh, um, I completely oh, yeah. agree, Ginger. Yeah. yeah. There's so much there. I mean, if you can't find it at that store, you can't find it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it's like any and every Disney ornament you can possibly think of is there. Yes. And that's always a souvenir we buy from every Disney trip. It's always a Christmas ornament. And every year when we unpack them and hang them on the tree, we remember that particular trip. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do that too. I love that tradition. Yeah, we have the same one. 
Like one day I'll have enough for an actual Disney tree. I'm not there yet. Almost there. I cannot say that's my tradition, but it sounds like a really great one that I'd like to start. (laughs) (laughs) So last but not least, certainly, and this one will kind of be a big topic, is the resorts themselves also decorate. So you see the most like at the deluxes, the Grand is known for for the gingerbread house. Um, I think Beach Club has one too. But these are really where like the most decorations can be found in the resorts. Granted, like if you're staying in a value, you're still going to be decorated. It just, it won't be as vast as what you would find in a deluxe. So um, we can kind of just start with, we can start with the Grand and what they do there. So the Grand does a gingerbread house. It's, it's usually like a floor high, right? It goes right up, I think, to the second floor. But that one they spend, they're currently doing it now. So they spend a couple of weeks building it, and it smells like gingerbread when you walk in there. The whole place just feels very Christmassy. Like, to me, they have one of the more beautiful trees that Disney has at any of their resorts. It's massive, and it goes all the way up to the top. Have you all had a chance to go see it? Yeah. Yep, I have. We are actually doing that for the first time this year. We're going to make our way over there to see it in person. Oh, you definitely should. And read, like, when I, if you do more than just the grand, read the signs, like, um, how it's made and, you know, what it takes to make it. Oh, my gosh. It is just amazing. Yeah, oh, we're is. planning on making a whole day of just going around to the different resorts and checking out all of the gingerbread houses and all of the Christmas decorations that they have. We're, we're going to do two days in parks and then a day at Disney Springs and a day resort hopping. But like the, I, the uh, gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian, it's not just the gingerbread house. It's also a place where you can buy snacks. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I got my share of them last time. Because you can use snack credits, just like you said. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big gingerbread person, but their gingerbread was really good. I don't know if, because each gingerbread house or gingerbread theme, whatever it is they make it, whichever deluxe, you know, uh, you know, like the one was a carousel or anything, but they use different types of, they use different recipes. So I'm not sure if they use the different recipes for the gingerbreads that they sell or if it's just for the ones that they make. Like the Grand Floridian's made with an, an Austrian gingerbread recipe. So I'm not sure if maybe that, you know, the one that you eat there is too. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I like to read all those signs. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, I thought it was the same. Yeah. Well, I can read. So just so that you get kind of a concept of what it is. So um, last year's, we're going just off of last year's house. It had 10,000 pieces of gingerbread, 1,050 pounds of honey, 600 pounds of powdered sugar, 800 pounds of flour, 140 pints of egg whites, and 180 pounds of apricot glaze. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) I can't even imagine that. And it is, it's 14 feet tall and it stands in the lobby. It really is something that you like on a day off, like it's something you need to go do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so cute to watch everybody inside busy too. That's just kind of a, just amazing for not only kids to see but adults you're just like wow how did how did they do that you know one of them have some okay no you're fine go ahead 
I was just going to say that they've been making this gingerbread house for over 20 years now. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, it was always something on my bucket list. And we finally, we finally took a park day or a resort day is what happened. So I convinced my husband to go see it. And I guess his understanding of what it would look like was this like small miniature house. And we walked in. He was kind of shocked at what it looked like. This is considering like my husband went to school for culinary art. So this is like right up his alley. So it really is something to behold and to just kind of go check out every different resort that has a different one in, in it. So I was going to bring up the contemporary resort one. Have you all seen that one yet? Yes. Yes. Or not this year, but I've been there last year. I don't know. I think that one this year, because this year they're doing like um, a Cinderella Castle one, right? They did that last year too. They've been doing that oh, for like it? 10 years. I don't know how I missed this one. Okay. See, I only ever really focus on the carousel one, I think. So I never paid attention to the, the contemporary one. Oh, okay. This one's super cute. This is next for me, I guess. Um, so you also have them at the contemporary, the Yacht and Beach Club, and the the carousel one is at Beach Club. That one's at the Beach Club, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I yeah. hear whispers that there may be one coming to Wilderness Lodge this year. So I guess we'll just have to kind of keep our eyes open and see if that really happens. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That's oh, the best place to have one. That, to me, that, that deluxe property just screams Christmas. I totally agree. That should definitely have something like that. That is the most beautiful lobby at Christmas. It, it's very traditional in the sense that like when you see the, you know, like the generic Christmas is on TV where, you know, they all look the same. That's like the traditional Pacific Northwest that you would, you know, think of. It's very homey. Yeah. I love that resort. It's, and then they have at Christmas, I don't know if you guys have been there or, you know, just observed this, but they play this like beautiful, like woodwind Christmas music. I actually downloaded that when we left the last time and listen to it every Christmas. Like we listen to it in our home. It's so cool. Even at the pool, they're playing this awesome Christmas music and you're surrounded by the pine trees and that lobby tree is just amazing. It's just such a cool, you really do feel like you're in a lodge in the middle of a snowy mountain. Yes. Have you ever like looked at the actual um, decorations on the trees? Like they're so cute, like squirrels Mm -hmm. made of twigs and deer lanterns and wooden owls, like it's just amazing, the detail. Guys, I don't think that's a rumor, to be honest with you. I looked it up right now, and there are pictures of a cabin, of a log cabin in um, Wilderness Lodge. Well, that's perfect. Awesome. That is yeah. perfect. So it is, uh, it's starting to come up, I guess, would be the good way to put it. Oh, it wasn't there two days ago. Yeah. That's very appropriate, though, that it's a log cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, so aside from that, then there's also, we've talked about this on other podcasts, but like the horse on carriage rides at Fort Wilderness. So for people who don't typically go and have a vacation at Fort Wilderness, the people that do vacation there yearly bring de- decorations with them and they actually decorate their campsites. They do. Um, so and there's and also a parade of um, decorated golf carts there. I didn't know about that part. I yeah. didn't know about that part. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've only ever heard about, you know, like people just decorating the campgrounds. So that's something different too that you can also go do is um, you can go check that out. 
And they do have, so the carriage rides are $55 for 25 minutes. And, and I believe you can also fast. do that over at uh, Fort Wilderness, or not Fort Wilderness, over at Port Orleans Riverside. They yes, offer carriage rides as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then that you can also, which we did, we love this, but by the trees in the lobbies at the deluxe properties, as Christmas gets closer, there's, there's character photo opportunities which is really cool, and right in front of the tree with photo pass photographers. I knew the photo the photographers were there, but I didn't know about the characters. That's that's really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it's usually Mickey and Minnie, and it's very close to Christmas time. But I mean, definitely we had it at Animal Kingdom, and then also Wilderness. Can I just go back to the contemporary and like they've got a they they sell <laughs> the chocolate peppermint cookie. Hey, that you don't get at any of the other gingerbread places. And it is really, really good. It's like soft and there's uh, like candy cane crushed up on it. So each of these gingerbread houses and themed uh, themed things, they have they sell like their own special little thing. And that one that one is like my favorite. Ginger, are you gonna stop at Boardwalk? Did you see that they have that gingerbread and cookie shop? When you go, if you stop yes. at Disney's Boardwalk, that was so we're gonna cute. try. Yeah, we're gonna try to hit all the deluxe resorts while we're there and check out all of their Christmas decorations. That one has candy cane gelato, which sounds del- delicious. Oh wow, it does sound good. Yeah, oh. gingerbread cupcakes, <gasps> Mickey, Mickey and Minnie cookies dipped in chocolate, and snowflake shingle cookies. I love the Boardwalk at Christmas. That mm. all sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so. Up until November 23rd, people are able to uh, purchase the Ultimate Christmas Package, which is a stay from the 21st of December to the 26th. And it's actually a pretty great deal. Uh, you can get it with any, with any one of your Marvelous Mouse travel agents. They can call in and do it for you. Uh, but it's like the 21st, you have an exclusive nighttime access to... Uh, Flight of Passage, Navi River, Expedition Everest. Um, and it even, you have exclusive access to Rivers of Light, the show at night, which would be really great. Another, you know, hard, like hard to find great seat. So um, the 22nd, which is the last day for the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, that's included. Um, and then on the 23rd or the 24th, it just depends on where they put you. Um, you get exclusive access to Epcot Forever. And each guest in your party gets a $50 Epcot-themed park dining, dining promo card, which seriously, with all those snacks with the International Festival of the Holidays, that's very useful. Um, and then on Christmas Day, like a present gets delivered to your room. And it comes with four-day theme, theme park hopper tickets as well. So I think that's a really great deal. Sounds like the perfect Christmas present to me. It does. Yep. Yeah, that's a really awesome pack that they're offering this year. It is. And the price is, like, really good. I saw some examples um, for, like, a family of four at Saratoga Springs with a one-bedroom villa for $5,500. That is amazing. Wow. It is. So Disney does have some um, goodwill in them for Christmas time. So then, ladies, I have a question. So... What are your top three things to do at Christmas time at Disney World? Let's start with you, Ginger. 
I think for me, obviously, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party would probably be at the top of the list. Um, I, I love that party, and I think that it's a great way to make family memories. Um, I would probably put Candlelight Processional on my list, too, just because not only is it you know, memorable for me personally, but I love for my kids to have the opportunity to hear the Christmas story as many times as possible. And so for them to get to hear it in a place like Disney, um, I think is, is really special. And then I would probably put the International Festival of the Holidays on my list, too, just because I love the food. <laughs> I love all the food at Epcot. <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah, there's so much there to to choose from and to really taste. So what about you, Jody? I would say that I do agree with Ginger. I would probably say Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party would be one of my top three just because it's so unique to the season. You can't do that all year round. Um, And it just has some really amazing offerings that you just can't get if you don't go to the party. Um, Epcot is always a favorite of mine, as I said before, the World Showcase, too. So I would probably pick the Festival of the Holidays as well. I I love everything about that experience at the World Showcase. And I just think it's a great family thing to do, which, I mean, it's, you know, super important. And then lastly, I would definitely stay at a deluxe property just because I just feel like there's so much to offer at those properties, especially around the holidays. So I would probably spend a day going from, you know, resort to resort, checking out all the different decorations and just kind of enjoying a a day out of the parks because it does tend to get kind of busy. So that's just kind of a nice relaxing thing that can be done that does not require that park ticket. And I think that's, that's what I would pick. And what about you, Ashley? Uh, Mine are very similar to Ginger's and Jody's. Uh, Obviously if I'm going down there for Christmas time, it's, you know, the Christmas party is is a must. It's just no way around it. But other than that, uh, Disney Springs for the Christmas tree trail. I, I think I spent a good hour last year in there. It was just phenomenal. And then I, I love doing the deluxe hopping, going from resort to resort, reading about all their gingerbread themed, uh, displays. And to me, that is just fantastic. That's a whole day right there in itself. So those are my three things. See, mine sound a lot like y'all's. Um, so my first one, I don't know if anybody mentioned it, but the Sunset Seasons Greenings, um, that's one thing I really love to do. I'm going to piggyback off Jody and say that the Deluxe Resort, specifically the Grand Floridian, is something that I have to go visit. And um, just like everybody else said, Mickey's Merry, Merry Christmas Party would be my third. There's just so much to do for Christmas. And, you know, if you don't get to see it all at this one time, like, Go back and experience it again. I mean, the thing is, like, Disney's constantly changing. So um, what you see this year might not be what they have next year. But on that note, I'd like to thank you, ladies, for um, joining on the discussion today. And thank you for listening today. Please subscribe to our podcast so that you'll be one of the first to know when a new episode is out. If you'd like a quote to Disney World or any other destination, please email us at contact us at marvelousmousetravels.com. I'll provide a link in the show notes. Join us next week where we'll take a closer look at this year's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party.